Welcome to Cup of Joy Testimonials. The views expressed are not necessarily those of Cup of Joy or our partners. And now, on the Cup of Joy. So I thought I just imagined it, um, or overheard someone else's conversation, and then again I felt that I heard somebody say, this isn't what I have for you. you, you can go now, it's okay. Each one of us has a story that we'd like to share or, or tell from time to time about uh, how we've come through things, how we've succeeded. And for those of us who haven't experienced, for example, joy, uh, those of us who experience joy like to share our story about how we, come, uh, how we have come to experience it and um, some of the neat things that we've gone through uh, to get there. I was raised in a mainline church and my mother was faithful to it and took the children to church. My dad um, didn't like organized religion. Um, it wasn't that he didn't believe there was a God. He just didn't believe that it was necessary to attend church to give money to, to a church um, in an organized fashion like that. So he stayed home. So there was never any discussion really about it. Um, the children were required to go until they were confirmed in the fifth or sixth grade or seventh grade. So that was um, pretty much my exposure to the Christian faith. Okay, and how old would you say it was before you became to learn more about Jesus as opposed to what you had learned uh, in a mainline church? I was in middle school and a friend began witnessing to me. I really didn't understand it, to be honest. I mean, I always knew that God existed. I always believed it. I even sometimes as a child felt his presence. I, I didn't mistrust him, but I didn't really know how to fully trust him either for salvation or for provision. So um, my friend Darlene witnessed to me and took me over to her house and then we had dinner and she and her mom testified to me. But I, it was planting seeds, but I still didn't fully grasp it initially. Okay, so over time you learned more and more about the Lord uh, based on this initial sharing and witnessing that you had experienced from your friends. When did, would you say it was when you finally came to the point uh, where you uh, dedicated your heart to the Lord? I was a senior in high school. I was about 18, 17 or maybe 17 at that point. And um, I have stopped in... My church, on the way home from school, it was Holy Week, I believe. Um, people were gathering, and it was the middle of the week, and, and I saw them entering the church building, so I did as well. And while I was sitting there, um, <clears throat> um, I sensed somebody speaking to me from behind me, saying that um, I, could, I could leave now. And I thought, you know, was somebody telling me that I should leave? Was I being a problem or, or what? And I turned around and there was nobody there. So I thought I just imagined it um, or overheard someone else's conversation. And then again, I felt that I heard somebody say, this isn't what I have for you. You, you can go now. It's okay. And again, I turned around and there was nobody there. And I just felt the prompting of the Holy Spirit that the Lord was speaking to me, and I was really very, very frightened. Uh, 
I wasn't sure that I wanted to be spoken to in that way, and um, I didn't leave. I stayed throughout the rest of the, the service, but I contemplated that for weeks and weeks before accepting that the Lord was drawing me out of that mainline church to something else that he had for me. And so, Pat, if you were to, if someone were to ask you, uh, what difference has Jesus made in your life if you were to have an opportunity to testify as to how you were before, how you came to know him, and how things are for you now? What would you share with the person? What would you say who wants to know? Has Jesus made a difference? What, what was life like before? What was it like to receive him? And what is life like now? Before, I was confused and felt that it would be impossible to understand the things of God, that there was just too big a chasm between humanity and God and His holiness. And I thought it would just be a long struggle of a life, not ever really knowing if I was good enough to go to heaven. Or maybe there wasn't even a heaven. Maybe there isn't. How can I find out? So there was just a tremendous amount of wonder and confusion and that produced a lot of anxiety, you know, a lot of worry, um, and feeling that there was no way out of that. So after I accepted the Lord, and I was informed that the scriptures have everything we need to understand who God is, who I am uh, <clears throat> as a believer, and what that changed life means for me, and the confidence that I can have knowing that I would go to heaven if I died. Um, and that I don't have to keep a tally sheet of good works or earning um, through the sacraments um, or you know the other things that I had learned about in the mainline church. And so if Jesus were here and he were standing before you and you were having an opportunity to say just a few words to him, what would those few words be? Oh my, um, just a few words. I think just profuse gratitude uh, and wonder for his majesty and his patience, I would just be incredibly thankful. And so that's Pat's encounter with an invisible someone. It really does sound believable to me, but I wasn't there when it happened. But I do believe it's true. And if it is true, then God himself spoke to Pat in that old mainline traditional church and told her, you can go now. But how about you? Do you feel stuck in religiosity and dry, rote religion, hungry for something real? Then this may be your chance. You know, it's been a while since I was once stuck in a place like that, where I went to church, practiced religion, but still felt so empty. But now I have something more than that, and when Pat heard that voice, this isn't what I have for you. You can go now. It's okay. And she said, I did feel stuck. So do you feel stuck? I believe you can get unstuck by entering into a personal and vibrant relationship with Jesus today. Maybe you've been on a journey just like I was on a journey. While your journey can continue as my journey does, as your journey will, but now the risen Jesus can walk with you. If you're ready, just pray a simple prayer with me, inviting him into your heart. Because he says, 
that behold, I stand at the door of your heart and I knock. And if any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and dine with him and him with me. And so I'd like to pray with you now if you'd like. So why don't we both pause just for a moment, take a moment to say these words. Dear Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner and that I need you as my personal Lord and Savior. I believe you came and that you died and that you rose again, but I never gave my heart or my life to you. So now I open my heart to you and ask you to come in to be my Lord and to be my forever friend. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you are and for all that you promise to be, as I seek you now more and more each day. So if you prayed that prayer and truly want to follow Christ Jesus, I encourage you to go to an excellent website that will help you to do just that. The website is simply followchrist.ag.org. That's followchrist.ag.org. It will be a great help to you and a special resource. So if you want to come to know Jesus more, it's something that will truly build your faith and help you to trust him. Thank you for listening today, and I encourage you to reach out and to, to learn this particular scripture that simply says, When you seek me, you will find me. When you seek me, with all your heart. Thank you for your decision to follow Christ Jesus today, and thank you for listening to Cup of Joy, and may God bless.